I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Welcome to Rick Six Season 1, Episode 28. We are back here with some weekly NFL picks. It is Week 16. I can't believe it. There's only two weeks left in the season. Unfortunately, Glad Hell can't join us today, but we're joined by the one and only Preston Pope. Yippee-ki-yay, mother truckers. What's up, y'all? All right, Preston. How you doing today, man? How's the How's the night going for you? Christmas Eve. Loud. Luckily, since we're not at my grandparents' house, there isn't as much drama due to COVID. So thank you, COVID, I guess. But, you know, still very loud because we got the younger cousins here. So got to do my uh, my the podcast tonight out in the chilly California weather. It's a it's a crisp 57 degrees right now. Oh, so chilly indeed. <laughs> So today, uh, the weather actually here in Fort Worth, Texas, spoiler alert for anybody that doesn't know, I live in Texas. There's actually, I guess the past few weeks, it's been, it's, it's been weird because it's been cold in some cases, but then the wind just makes it so much worse. Like the windshield is just, it makes it so much colder than it actually is. I remember I went to go shoot some hoops at the, the church uh, down the street and it it didn't need to be that windy. Like, it wasn't that cold at all, but just the fact that the it was so windy, it was insane. And I I, I had to like leave, and I, I couldn't really even shoot because it was so windy and it was outside. So, yeah, that's the that's the weather in Texas right now. I'm glad. I mean, honestly, I, I get tired of the heat. I'm I'm a seasoned guy, so I play it by, you know, when it's cold, I like it being cold. When it's hot, I like it being hot. So, I know it's pretty cliche, but whatever. So, Preston, last week was a. It's a little bit of a stinker week for some of these teams. We had the Bengals beating the Steelers on Monday Night Football. That was something you know I don't think anybody expected to happen. And we had the the New York Jets getting their first win over the the Los Angeles Rams, which we'll talk about that more when we get there. But looks like I only had one game on you. I know you had to leave early last week, and and you ended up picking an upset, and you ended up picking the Giants, which didn't work out for you. But ten and six week, not too bad. I mean, you still got a bunch of games on me, so you're pretty much locked and loaded on beating me this season in picks, unless I just completely picked like every upset and it works out in my favor but uh i got i got one game on you so i mean i don't think you're too worried about it yeah not too worried about you i'm worried about whether i'm going to make the playoffs though or not shoot it's it's playoffs playoffs we got to talk about winning before playoffs yep so two more weeks like i said guys this, this is rolling man i can't believe how fast the season is going but Without further ado, let's go ahead and get on into it. Like I said, Merry Christmas, everybody. By the time you see this, it'll probably be after Christmas. Hopefully, y'all get it on Christmas tomorrow. But if not, you know, Merry Christmas. And we have a game tomorrow on Christmas Day. In fact, I don't I don't know. I think this is like the first time in history that this has happened, at least since I've been bored and all, all I can remember. But we got Friday night, uh, or I guess Friday afternoon, Christmas Day. We got the Minnesota Vikings going on the road to play the New Orleans Saints. First NFL game. Okay, here we go. First NFL game played on Friday since week 16 of 2009. So 11 years ago. Wow, that's insane. 
Preston, you want to be my spread guy tonight like usual? Yeah, I'll make sure to spread them. Okay. Uh, do you happen to have this spread on lock? Yes, the Saints are favored by seven points. Okay, so the Minnesota Vikings, we, we all know how they roll nowadays. Uh, they, they just like playing with our emotions. They, they decided to lose to the Chicago Bears this past week. It's a bad game for Kirk Cousins every time he plays the Bears. But, I mean, he got his first primetime win a couple weeks ago against him. So I was thinking, okay, like, come on, you can't lose to him. Like, you can't lose to this team, right? Nope, they lost again. And they're just so limited offensively if they can't get the ball rolling. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins hater, but at the same time, he doesn't really do enough to, like, really kind of open my eyes and say, okay, this guy is a franchise quarterback that's going to, like, lead this team to Super Bowl. I never get those vibes for him. He's average at best when I look at Kirk Cousins. Meanwhile, you got the Saints who are coming off uh, back-to-back losses, but they looked good against the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. It, w- it came down to the wire, and they ended up just losing to a better team. I mean, that was the bottom line, and you could argue that they would have won if they had Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is, in fact, actually out battling that hamstring. He's been battling it all week. Unfortunate for me, I didn't have him in my fantasy game this past week, and my team just ended up shit in the bed and I lost completely so it was unfortunate not having him and he's just kind of been the biggest bust I've had all season so he was out with an ankle last week is he out with the hamstring this week oh okay never mind I I said hamstring you're right it is ankle yeah he's uh on injured reserve with the ankle that he suffered in week one I don't know why I was thinking it was hamstring he's expected to miss the rest of the regular season only two more weeks but should return close to 100% by the playoffs and the Saints are fighting for a first round bye right now well, I understand why you were saying hamstring because he was the hamstring issue was what was keeping him out most of the season. Yeah, he had an ankle injury, but it was the hamstring that he was being listed as having the issues with. So I wasn't tripping. No, it's just it's just ankle the past two weeks. Before that, it was the hamstring. It's not BS, but just like, come on, man. Like yeah. put it together. Yeah, absolutely. Either yeah. that or he's just having bad. Him, him and Christian McCaffrey are both just having like, I don't know. I mean, you talked about it a couple weeks ago. If you, if I was like the coach, just kind of shut them down. Their bodies have just been through too much. This, you know, it's just like, well, Michael, Michael Thomas, I mean, they got to go for a Super Bowl this year. So I, for them, I understand all in, but for Christian McCaffrey, yeah, just let him sit out the rest of the season. Yeah. And, but like I said, the saints are, you know, if they, if they would have had Michael Thomas that game, they most likely would have. I mean, you could argue that they would have won it. I mean, especially with the Chiefs, the the sense of not playing with a lot of urgency, as Gledhill was talking about last week. I mean, they could have fell asleep, and the Saints could have ran away with that that tough game uh, at home, and and they very well almost did it without him. I honestly was surprised that Drew Brees even came back. I know they took him off injury reserve that week, but I didn't think he was going to start. I remember last week, I when you left Preston, me and Gledhill were talking about uh, Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston who should start, and I was I was saying that I thought Jameis Winston the Saints should have really considered starting him over Taysom Hill because if this game needs to turn into a shootout against Mahomes and the Chiefs, you've got to have a guy out there who you know can throw, you can score 30 points. I mean, you know, with the high-powered offense. I mean, we saw he did that with Tampa Bay, even though, you know, he might throw a lot of turnovers in the process. I mean, he, you know he's going to score you more points than Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill played the Broncos and the Falcons his first three weeks of, of his career as a starter. And they won strictly off of their defense. They didn't do anything offensively passing the ball. So, and and they they ran the ball with Alvin Kamara. So the Saints, I didn't think Drew Brees was going to play. And he didn't even really have a good game against the, the Chiefs at all. But he was also a difference maker in that game over a guy like Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. I mean, he's Drew Brees. He's a starter. Uh, but yeah, it just... 
it wasn't all his fault. I mean, there was a lot of receivers that didn't get a lot of separation that game. You could tell um, they were missing Michael Thomas. They just really don't have a consistent number one, like Traquan Smith, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Those guys weren't getting separation on those cornerbacks of the Chiefs. And, you know, say what you want about the Chiefs defense. Their defense is not terrible. And when you have such a high-powered offense, your, your defense is going to feed off of that and play better. And we know the Saints pass rush has been absolutely great the whole season. Feed off, you know, have a high-powered offense and feed off the defense, play better. On to this game. Both these teams know each other super well. Uh, the Vikings have eliminated the Saints the last two times, or three or two out of the last three times in the playoffs. We saw the Minneapolis Miracle in 2017. We all saw the next year the Saints lost to the Rams off of a terrible call. And then the next year, the Vikings, they just didn't play well at all. And Kirk Cousins hit Adam Thielen late in the game and then hit Rudolph in the end zone, and they eliminated the Saints. And I said last year that the Saints, that was their last chance, absolute last chance to win the Super Bowl. We'll see what they do this year. Uh, but like I said, both these teams know each other super well. Uh, this is an easy pick for me. Not going to really ramble on too much about it anymore. I got the Saints winning this game. They're a better team. The Vikings, they're they're six and eight. I didn't think they would lose to the Bears, but I also didn't think that they were going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're fighting that last wild card spot with the Bears as well as the uh, why, why am I blanking the the Cardinals, the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are are now eight and six. So it doesn't look like the Vikings are going to get in the playoffs. I said it a couple weeks ago. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs, and they're not going to. They're going to lose this game and officially be eliminated, and that's going to be writing off any playoff hopes that they had of the Vikings during their win streak. So I got the Saints winning this game. Uh, you know, with Drew Brees getting back and Michael Thomas being out, I think their offense will be a little bit limited, but they're going to win strictly with running the ball with Alvin Kamara and their defense getting a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins. The offensive line of the Vikings is a little suspect, so I expect – uh, the Saints defensive line to get a lot of pressure and I got the Saints winning let's go 28 to 17 big win here at home they get the Christmas dub Preston who do you got yeah easy pick uh, Saints defense is playing pretty well uh, obviously against the Chiefs last week you're going up against Patrick Mahomes um, but even with Patrick Mahomes I mean they almost they held him to 32 which uh, I mean by Mahomes standards is that's an average week for him so Saints win this one a uh, medium scoring game. I'm going to say 26 to 18. Very nice. Next game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play the Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay can clinch a first round playoff berth since 2007 with the win. What is the spread in this game, Preston? Yeah, Tampa Bay is favored by 10. Tampa Bay is favored by 10. Okay. Uh, Rojo is out this game. So Leonard Fournette is going to be the number one back for the Buccaneers. Who do you got? Yeah, Buccaneers coming off of a struggling week against the Falcons. I expect them to bounce back, play well this week. I've got the Buccaneers winning, let's say 27 to 24, just because the Lions always find a way to keep themselves in the game. Yeah, it seems like they do. I know Matthew Stafford was out last week. I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, either way, if he does play, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning this game. I think it'd be a lot closer than people think, maybe a little bit of a higher scoring game, but I do like Tampa Bay winning this game. Uh, I mean, the Falcons choked another big lead again. Like they were up 24 to seven at one point. I think it was in the third quarter, I believe. Let's see. I have a, a picture of it right here. Yeah, they were up 24 to seven in the third quarter. And then Tom Brady was like, well, I can't lose to the Falcons. I mean, I have to come back on him again, just like the Super Bowl. And that's exactly what he did. They ended up winning. Oh, man, I can't believe they did. I know Gledhill was mad about that one because he did pick the Falcons. But yeah, Tampa Bay is not going to have that much of a problem trying to come back this game. I talked about it last week. I think they're a little bit overrated, but 
I mean, this is a this is a game where you can really kind of shut everybody up and, and get a big win here. So I'm going to say that the Buccaneers win. You had it a little bit of a lower score. I'm going to let's say a little bit higher scoring. I say Tampa Bay scores 31 and the Lions score 24. So they win by a touchdown. Next game, we got the San Francisco 49ers going on the road to play the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona has won nine of the last game, nine of the last 11 games versus the San Francisco 49ers. Preston spread. Arizona is favored by five, and I believe this is going to be the first NFL game ever um, on Prime Video. Are you serious? On Amazon Prime. Really? Okay. And they're playing in (laughs) – I mean, it's basically home field advantage technically for both teams because San Francisco has been playing their home games in Glendale. <laughs> I know that's crazy. Uh, yeah, but interesting news here. Something to note, Preston. This and we know those NFC West games can be can be super close. We we never know what's going to happen. So, what makes the reason I say this is interesting is because not only is it an NFC West battle, but Kyle Shanahan announced today that George Kittle will play this week. I thought he was going to be out for the season, but apparently. George Kittle is expected to play. Interesting news there. Uh, okay, so it's my turn to pick this game. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it real quick. This is a very tough game, but with Nick Mullins and the San Francisco 49ers, I haven't seen a lot of success for them offensively, and it showed in the Cowboys game last week. So their offense has just been super limited with Nick Mullins. Uh, the, the, they had a really bad loss against the Cowboys. They gave up like 41, 42 points against us. And their, their, their team overall has just been super depleted this year. I already said, I was watching that game last week and I was like, man, like th- this team is so depleted. I really think if, if they had a full, you know, squad, they would have beat us for sure. And, but their offense is just so limited. Like Nick Bolins is arguably one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league right now. Like that dude cannot do anything. There was his decision-making is super questionable. The way he threw the ball, some of the decisions he was making, there was one play I was watching where uh, he was trying to throw a little like dump off pass to the running back. He did like a little curl route and it was going to be like for five yards, but Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderess jumped the play. So, and Nick Mullins like clearly didn't even like, it didn't even cross his mind and he still was going to throw it. But luckily our defensive lineman tipped it and hadn't he had tipped it, it would have been a pick and possibly pick six because Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch just completely jumped the running back. So yeah. And, and most are, you know, he, he went out early with a, with an injury and the 49ers are just a mess right now. So, I mean, yes, this is probably going to be a closer game because it's the NFC West showdown, but the Cardinals are playing better football after some tough losses. And they, they just got done beating an Eagles team who was, it was coming in with momentum with Jalen hurts after that win versus the saints. And they took care of business. So I have them taking care of business again here. I got the Arizona Cardinals winning this game. I'll say lower scoring, but not too low scoring. I'll say 26 to 19. Yeah, Arizona has to keep this momentum going if they want to make the playoffs. They're going to need to have some things happen for them as well. Um, but I got them taking care of this game. Arizona wins 24 to 22. All right, next game, we got a big, big AFC playoff implication game right here. We got the Miami Dolphins going on the road to play the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas is allowing 30.1 points per game this season. That's the most since 1961. Their defense just got absolutely torched by Justin Herbert and the Chargers on on Thursday night football last week. That was awful, man. Like the the Raiders, I can't believe it, man. Like I, the one time I want to give them praise like a couple weeks ago what how good they were playing football. Like they beat the Chiefs and then they're going up there, they're riding high. Derek Carr's playing well and then they play the Falcons, they get 
punched in the mouth and then their team just completely goes downhill. Their defense has not been good all year. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about that that's really interesting about them is Marcus Mariota. I was super glad to see him come in. Obviously, I wasn't glad to see Derek Carr go down with that injury. Uh, they said he could play this week. I hope they start Mariota. I think that game versus the Chargers and what we saw from Mariota, I think John Gruden is one of those guys who doesn't really put up with BS with the quarterbacks. And I don't think he's ever been a big fan of Derek Carr. I mean, they're paying Marcus Mariota 17 million a year to be a backup quarterback. I, I honestly thought at one point he was going to start Mariota over Derek Carr. And after that game that we saw from Mariota, Mariota looked better than Derek Carr. I thought he looked a lot better than him. The way he was moving the ball, he made some, you know, he made a really bad, he made a really bad pick uh, that led to, to some points for the chargers. But I mean, he was carrying that team. He was carrying that offense. Darren Waller had another great game. Josh Jacobs was running the ball effectively. Having him back is super uh, valuable for their team to win games. Uh, but their their defense flat out just lost it for them. I mean, that's really what it was. It came down to that. Mariota kept them in the game. I liked what I saw from him. Meanwhile, the Dolphins just came back over a, a, a defensive game versus the Patriots. Both teams are fine for a playoff spot. The Raiders pretty much ruined all their chances of winning that game after that loss versus the Chargers are now seven and seven. It'd be a miracle for them to make the playoffs at this point because you got the Ravens in there and you got the Dolphins. This is a must win game for the Dolphins because if they lose, the Ravens are going to win against the bank or against the, the Giants and then they have the Bengals. The Dolphins have this game and then they have the Bills. So the Ravens are looking like they're going to get into the playoffs. So the Dolphins know that they have to win this game. Preston, what is the spread in this game? Miami is favored by three. Miami is favored by three. Okay, that's actually really surprising considering of how the Raiders have looked. Okay, well, I mean, you're you're on the board. I mean, who do you got? Yeah, Dolphins all the way. The blueprint to beating the Raiders is pretty straightforward. It is stop the run without loading the box. If you can stop the run without loading the blocks, play zone. This is against Derek Carr. Against Mariota, it makes things a little bit more interesting. But I'm not going to go out of the, out on a limb here um, and pick the Raiders, even if Mariota is playing, just because of Miami's defense. Miami turns teams over every single week, and for the most part, they help they hold teams to under 21 points. Um, outside of Arizona and the Chiefs this year, I think they pretty much held every other team under 21 points. So Miami's going to win this game. I got 27 to 20. Yeah, this game would have been a lot harder to pick a couple weeks ago, but ever since that Falcons loss and how they looked against the Jets and then the, the game against the Chargers, there's absolutely no way I'm picking the Raiders in this game. I got the Dolphins winning uh, pretty comfortably, so I'm going to say that the Dolphins win this game. Let's go 27 to 16. I don't know. I don't, I don't really think it's going to be that close, so that's just me personally. Next game, we got the New York Giants going on the road to play the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, plus 116-point uh, differential this season, second most in the NFL. They're rolling, man. They just they, they took care of business against Jacksonville. I mean, we kind of knew that was going to happen, put 40 on them. Fighting for that playoff spot, like I said, big game for the Dolphins, big game for the Ravens. They're going to take care of business in this game. Preston, what is the spread in this game? Baltimore is favored by 10.5. Yeah, like I said, Baltimore's got an easy schedule from here on out. They just got to beat the Giants and beat the Bengals. That's all you, That's all we're asking for you, Baltimore. If you do that and the Dolphins lose to the Bills next week, you're in. You're in. And the Bills are fine for that first-round bye, too. So, interesting note there. Yeah, I got the Ravens winning. I'll say that they put up – they're going back home. I This is going to get ugly. I, the Giants' defense has shown promise, and, and they're super competitive. But the Ravens – 
they just have a lot of momentum right now and they're fighting for a playoff spot. The Giants are fighting for the NFC East, you could argue, but it doesn't look like they're going to get it over the over Washington or, or even the Cowboys. Surprisingly, the Cowboys are still in it. But yeah, no, I, I got the uh, Colt McCoy, Daniel Jones. I don't care who it is. Ravens win this game easily. Let's go 35 to 20. Um, I don't think this is as easy of a pick as you're making it out to be. You got to remember this Giants team competes. They, they compete week in, week out. So they can come in and, and possibly surprise Baltimore. Um, with their aggressiveness. But I think, um, like you said, the Ravens have a lot of momentum after their win against the Browns and how well they played last week. They're finally starting to get back on track to the Ravens um, that we know from the last two seasons. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been playing a lot better. You know, I think uh, I think he's kind of got a little bit of a, a swagger going right now ever since he had the, uh, well, cramps. But, you know, <laughs> we all know that was intestinal cramping. And, you know, he came back and won the game for them. So I've got the Ravens winning this game. I think they're going to put up a little bit more on this Giants defense. I'm going to say 33-20. to 20. No, let's go 33-24 because I think the Giants are going to cover the spread. You know, picking double-digit, you know, it's, it's tough to pick like this late in the year. They rarely hit. So, yeah, Baltimore is going to win. Okay, sounds good. Our next game, we got the Indianapolis Colts going on the road to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh has won 13 of the last 15 regular season games versus Indiana. Oh, man. The Colts just come off a win over the uh, the, the Texans. I mean, close game, division game, always like that. Steelers, man, lost three in a row after starting 11-0. There's really not much more to say about it. They're kind of crumbling right now. I mean, they have the potential to lose five straight games because they play – uh, the, the Colts this week, which the Colts are playing very good football right now. And then also they play the Browns next week. And if they lose this game and the Browns win their game this week, uh, which they will, they're playing the, the one in 13 jets. It's going to be Pittsburgh versus Cleveland for the division, which I would have never thought that would have been the case two or three weeks ago. Obviously we know everything what's happened with the whole Juju Smith Schuster and the whole dancing on the logos and you know, the TikToks he's made and everything. And, and, and Von Bell gave him a little bit of a, you know, kind of a, you know, he kind of let him know that like, Hey man, like you, you gotta be careful. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to dance on logos, you better back it up with your stats. And uh, this was his quote actually to, to Juju. He said, uh, when they, when they asked him about the hit, he said, it's kind of disrespectful at the end of the day, but they're on top right now. So you can't really say nothing. We just got to go out there between the lines, go out there and hit him and let him know where he stands. And, you know, Juju's been getting a lot of hate. You know, there's a lot of memes about him this week. They said that he actually has more TikToks than receiving yards in a game this season, which is actually kind of funny. But, uh, you know, he addressed it this uh, this off, this this past week, and he and he told, you know, the media, you know, for the better of my teammates and the better of, of me, I'm going to stop dancing on logos. So what is your whole opinion on that? Because me personally, I think it was blown a little bit out of proportion. I mean, at the end of the day, he's young and he's going to do whatever he wants. But at the same time, if you're going to dance on, and here's my opinion, if you're going to dance on logos, you better back it up with your stats. Like Juju Smith-Schuster, since Antonio Brown has left, he has not been a consistent number one receiver. At best, he's been a number two, and he hasn't had a hundred yard, he, I mean, he hasn't even had a hundred yard game this year. So he has not been producing the way he should be. If you're going to dance on logos, you best be a top, you know, 10 receiver in the NFL producing. If you're not, shut up and just play your game. That's all I got to say. Football is one, pretty much every sport. If you put a target on your back, people are going to come after you and somebody's going to hit you. And boy, oh boy, Juju has been getting hit. The Steelers have been getting hit. I don't know if it's because of Juju, 
I, I think there's a lot of other reasons. Obviously, their defense is just crumbling after a couple of key injuries for them. And, you know, their offense has been struggling all year and been relying on that defense, but adding an extra target on their back on top of them being an undefeated team. So, you know, everybody's gunning for the undefeated team. And to add an extra target, I mean, that just makes it super tough. The thing is, man, I don't know. I think this is one of those games this week where people are going to pick the Colts and the Steelers are going to bounce back and win. But, you know, this would be like close. I think I've picked the Steelers almost uh, every game in the latter half of the season. I picked the Steelers against the Bills, but. Oh, yeah. Their yeah. last three losses, I picked them in every single game. <laughs> yeah, I picked them in every single game, too. So, I mean, I think I'm going to trust my gut here and I'm going to pick them again. Hopefully they come out and play well at home. Uh, Juju can dance on his own logo if he wants to. Uh, honestly, I don't know if he should, though. Imagine if he did a, a TikTok dance on his own logo before the game. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's not it's not their logo. That would be actually hilarious. I would love to see it. Um, do it for the meme, Juju. But, yeah, I think the Steelers are going to come out, bounce back. I think their defense is going to play well. But then again, that Colts defense, though, bro. I think the Colts defense is, is probably better than the Steelers defense right now. Battle of two of the best defenses in the NFL, arguably. Yeah. Um, I know the Colts are our top five defense. I don't know where the Steelers are right now after their injuries. They're at least top 10, but they're not, they're not the dominant number one team that we all thought that that team is the Rams right now. Stick with my gut, taking the Steelers low scoring game, 20 to 17. Yeah. I have this a low scoring game as well. Uh, this is a very interesting game because the Colts are rolling, but there's always that one game that Phillip Rivers just likes to have where he just doesn't play well and he ruins it for their team. But he hasn't been doing that the past few weeks. I mean, the last game I saw them do that was against the Titans, but really it wasn't really him playing bad. It was just the fact that their defense that game just got pummeled by Derrick Henry and they went down super early and they really couldn't answer back. Their offense has been averaging well over 30 points per game for the last, you know, second half of the season. So they're playing super, super great football right now, complimentary football, and the Steelers are not. And it's honestly really hard for me to pick them this game because I'm starting to lose faith. I'm starting to lose faith. I really was high on them. Uh, even even though they were they're squeaking out, you know, tough wins against, you know, a cupcake schedule, you could argue, they were still finding a way to win. And they were playing down the opponents, it happens, but they were still finding a way to win games. I never thought they were going to win a Super Bowl. But, I mean, I at least thought that they were going to be, you know, I didn't think they were going to lose three in a row. And the fact that they lost to the Bengals like that, I mean, it could it's a mixture of everything. It's a mixture of cockiness, getting overconfident in injuries. And it, honestly, the, the biggest problem with the Steelers is not just the injuries that they're sustaining on the defensive end, but really Big Ben. I mean, Big Ben, his ability this year, I mean, if you look at their win streak, their ability to win games was their defense making stops and Big Ben being a game manager. Now that they're playing, starting to play teams that are kind of figuring them out and starting to punch them in the mouth a little bit, Big Ben has to actually wake up and start, you know, throwing the, the ball downfield. And he can't do that because, you know, he's just older now. And they're really limited offensively. If they can't get the, the passing game going, then it's they really have no chance because their running game is like 30th ranked in the league. So they don't have a balanced enough offense to compete with a team like the Bills or, this, or the, uh, the Chiefs in the playoffs. The only thing that's going to keep them sustainable is that defense and Big Ben being a game manager. And they weren't even able to do that against the Bengals, man, like the Bengals. So I'm really worried about the Steelers. Preston, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I, I got I got the Colts winning this game. I, I After three losses, I, 
I can't pick the Steelers. What is the spread? The Colts are favored by only one and a half. Okay. I mean, that's fair. The, given how the Steelers have been playing, I'll take the Colts by one point. I'll say 21 to 20. Low scoring game. Uh, we'll see, man. I don't know. You're right. The Steelers could, you know, come out after those three losses and just, you know, completely shut down the Colts and win. But I don't know. I, I, I just can't pick them though right now. They, they stole me. The Steelers stole me away. Next game, the Atlanta Falcons going on the road to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City has won 22 of the last 23 games, including the playoffs. We know how good they are. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Le'Veon Bell. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did get hurt uh, in that game against the Saints late in the game. It didn't look very good. I don't know the status on him. Hopefully he's okay because he's had a great rookie season. They're going to be okay either way. What is the spread in this game, Preston? Kansas City is favored by 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Well, the Falcons, the Atlanta Chokers, whatever you want to call them, are not going to win this game. I'm sorry. If you picked them last week against Tampa Bay and your heart was broken again, I feel for you guys. I'm glad I ended up picking Tampa Bay and they ended up coming back and winning that game. The Chiefs are going to roll them. This is a game where I, I could see Patrick Mahomes putting up like four touchdowns and, and really kind of sneaking himself into that, you know, the favorite is the MVP. Because right now I think Rodgers kind of took it over him a little bit. It's still close, still close. But I think Rodgers has this slight edge over him. This is a game that Patrick Mahomes knows. He needs to lock up that MVP, lock up that home field advantage for that first round bye. And I think they're going to do it. So I got the Chiefs winning this game. 33 to Falcons. I they, they like scoring points. So I'll say 33 to 24. Take the Falcons against the spread and take the over. This game is going to be close, uh, but the Kansas City is going to win all the way. It's going to be a it's going to be a cakewalk win, but they're going to like to make it interesting, like they have done this entire season. They have loved to make it interesting. Kansas City, thirty-seven to thirty-four. Wow, high scoring! All right, and here we go, Preston. This is the game I've been I've been waiting to talk about, and and, and not really waiting to talk about because I actually don't care for the game itself, but I've been waiting to pick for the past two weeks because of my luck with this team. The Chicago Bears going on the road to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville is allowing 30.2 points per game this season, most in team history. Why you ask me that I'm so excited to pick this game is because of my Bears pick this season. 3-10 and 10 when picking them to lose, 0-4 when picking them to win. This is the game. If I don't get this game right, if I don't get this game right, I'm cursed. I'm cursed. I'm absolutely cursed. You were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. They, they have Trevor Lawrence. You guys got you. You if as long as y'all lose out, you have Trevor Lawrence. So there's no absolutely no excuse for them to win this game. Absolutely no way. <laughs> What's the spread? Oh man, I didn't even check. Um, <laughs> damn it, uh, Chicago is favored by seven and a half. Please lose. Please lose, Jacksonville. Don't win this game. Don't curse me. Preston, who do you got? Uh, it's hard for me to take the Bears in this game. Dude, <laughs> what a storyline it would be for Jacksonville to freaking loot uh to for Jacksonville to win this game. Imagine teams tanking for Trevor Lawrence and then they can't even succeed to do that. Like they both just end up giving the pick back to each other. Uh, and then imagine if the freaking Jets lost week seven or one week 17 to the Patriots. Oh my gosh. That would be so funny. So I'm going to be rooting for Jacksonville because screw the bears. 
Um, screw our picks. Screw screw everybody, really. Um, Merry Christmas, by the way. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Chicago, oh God, 23 to 22. I'll say 28 to 24. I don't know. For some reason, I have this game being close. I don't know why. I mean, the Bears have been playing better. They're, they're fighting for a wild card spot after losing literally six straight and starting the season five and one, or I think it was seven straight, six straight or seven straight, something like that. I can't pick them. This is the week, please. I swear. Like Jaguars, you literally have the Trevor Lawrence pick on lock. If you just lose, you got the tiebreaker over the Jets. The Jets screwed up. Take advantage of that. Lose this game. Keep losing. You got two more weeks. Let's see if I'm cursed, ladies and gentlemen. All right, next game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to play the Houston Texans. Oh, my goodness, Preston. I think this is AIDS game of the week. Yeah, this is 100% AIDS game of the week. Yeah, Not even AIDS game of the week. Houston Texans against the Cincinnati Bengals. Who did the Texans play last week? They lost to the Colts. Yeah, they lost to the Colts. Bengals coming off the win against the Steelers. Hmm. Houston has won three straight games versus Cincinnati. What is the spread? Houston is favored by seven and a half. So that's actually a pretty big spread. Okay. Well, they're playing in Houston. Is it my pick? Yeah, it is my pick. Okay. AIDS game of the week. You know how it'd be. I'm going to pick the Texans. I mean, yeah, the Bengals just beat the Steelers, but the Bengals are still not a good team. Like Zach Taylor isn't a good enough coach to, to dial up a game plan to, to win two games in a row without Joe Burrow. I just don't think he's capable of doing that, especially with Ryan Finley. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, Bengals suck. They're, they're still trying to get that number three pick in the draft, trying to get Panay Sua from Oregon, who is the guy that I wanted the Cowboys. But it's too late for the Cowboys because the Cowboys, you know, they decide that they want to win, and they fell to the eighth pick. And But the, the Bengals are still sitting at third here with the Jaguars first, Jets second. So th- they're going to lose this game. I mean, they're not tr- – I know Zach Taylor's not one of those guys who's, who's trying to tank, but – if you think about it, like the Bengals should be trying to tank because, and I mean, Zach Taylor's fighting for his job. So, I mean, whatever, but he's, he's just, like I said, not good enough to, to co- to dial up a game plan and win two games in a row. The Texans are awful too. Do you see the head coaches they're interviewing this week? They, they interviewed Marvin Lewis and Jim Codwell. Like if they hire any of those two guys, Deshaun Watson abort. Oh my God. He needs to. GTFO, but I don't think he can because he signed that massive contract and like quarterbacks can't really have you ever seen a, a quarterback outside of Eli Manning finesse his way to another team? Uh no. I mean, no, not really. <laughs> Especially after signing a giant deal like that. Yeah. I Martin mean, we'll Lewis see. would be good regular season. Yeah, not in the playoffs though. I mean it'd be like Bill O'Brien 2.0. <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, hopefully for Texans' sake, they don't get Jim Caldwell or Marvin Lewis. I mean, th- those are – like, try to get, like, a like a college coach or, like, an Eric Bietemi. I mean, I every team is going to be, uh, like, all over Eric Bietemi after this season, and only one team is going gonna, is gonna to get him, obviously. So, I mean, that that's a that's a long shot if they get him. But, come on, don't get any of those. Don't get Marvin Lewis or, or uh, Jim Caldwell. That would just be awful. I'd, I'd feel for you Texans fans. But, yeah, this is my pick. I'll take the Texans, like I said, for all the reasons that I said about the Bengals. So Texans win 23-14. to 14. Sean Watson hates losing. Bengals love losing. 
I'm going to say Texans 27 to uh, 13. Okay. Next game, we got the Cleveland Browns going on the road to play the New York Jets. Cleveland has won five of the last six games playing great football. Like I said, they have a chance to win that division. If they win this game, the Colts beat the Steelers, they'd be fine for that division in Week 17 matchup, which will be super exciting there. Spread in this game, Preston. I, okay, I'm going to guess real quick. I say the Browns are favorite by nine and a half. Wow, very close. The Browns are favored by 10 points flat. Oh, I was going to say, okay, my first guess was 10 and a half, but then I was like, no, I'll say nine and a half. Dang, okay, I was close. <sighs> okay, let's see here. We already talked about the Jets. I mean, if you're Adam Gase, the only reason you still have a job, in my opinion, is the fact that you are able to have the Jets purposely lose to get the first round pick. But now that you like, he completely just screwed the Jets over. If you think about it, like he just said, you know what? I'm going to get fired anyways. I'm going to just completely, this franchise doesn't care about me. I don't care about this franchise. I'm just coaching at this point. Why don't we go ahead and just win this game versus the Rams? Cause they're slack, you know, they're slacking this week. Let's win this game. I'm getting fired and the Jets don't get Trevor Lawrence Bye. see, I'm going to go coach another team. That's just so funny, bro. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, bro. I feel like the only reason he was there was because he knows how to lose football games. And, you know, they were obviously tanking. So I think, yeah, he might have just said, big F you. I'm going to go win this thing. The Jets are even bad at trying to lose. Isn't that like sad? I know. That is pretty sad. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh- Preston, this is an easy pick, but I mean, it's your turn. I, I I know who you have. What's the score? Browns, 32-25. Browns, 29-2. to Jets come back to reality, and they they, they get blown out. 29-18. to 18. Jaguars have the tiebreaker. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is cheering right now. He's like, let's go. I'm going to Jacksonville for now. For now. We'll see what happens. All right, next game. We got the Carolina Panthers going on the road to play the Washington football team. Carolina has lost eight of the last nine games, started the season three and two. Yeah, Carolina's just been struggling. Uh, Matt Rule, I think he's one of those coaches. He's kind of like Joe Judge. I feel like they have a bright future with their team, but they're just not ready yet. He's been rebuilding the defense. They have a really underrated offense uh, with the receiving core that they have. And then Christian McCaffrey's just been banged up all season. They just haven't had the season that they wanted to. And Teddy Bridgewater, they're still trying to see if he's the franchise guy. Matt Rule said this week that uh, Christian McCaffrey is dying to play, but he's just not there yet. If you're Matt Rule, don't play him. Like, there's no point in playing him. Just don't do it. My pick, uh, what's the spread in this game? Washington is favored by two and a half. Yeah, so Washington lost to the Seattle Seahawks 20 to 15 this past weekend. They didn't have Alex Smith. He banged up his calf. So Dwayne Haskins got the start. And there was a little bit of controversy with Dwayne Haskins this pack week with the whole, you know, breaking the COVID protocols. He pulled a James Harden, Preston. He he went into a strip club without a mask. So yeah, he he pulled a little James Harden there. Uh, so they're just I don't I don't think they're gonna sit him. They're gonna probably find him. I mean, they can't really sit him because Kyle Allen is hurt and Alex Smith is still banged up. So if Dwayne Haskins doesn't start, Alex Smith is gonna play. 
that kind of does change the, the outcome of the game, in my opinion, because Dwayne Haskins couldn't really do anything last week against the Seahawks. I really do feel like with Alex Smith, they could have upset the Seahawks there because it looked like it was going to be a trap game. And the Seahawks offense just hasn't been doing that well. To me, honestly, like the Seahawks are winning the NFC West right now because the Rams just shit the bed against the Jets. But in my opinion, I still don't think the Seahawks are that good. I see them as a one and done in the playoffs. Like Russell Wilson, if you look at what he did at the beginning of the season to what he's doing now, it's just it's super disappointing to see. Like he threw 120 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Yeah, the pick wasn't his fault, but he's just they've just been so limited offensively. And we already know their defense isn't that great. I mean, it's played better later half in the season, but Seahawks, they're not that good. Like they really they really aren't. Like, that's just what I think. I don't think they're they're that great of a team. Like people have them as a top five team. Ain't no way in hell I'm putting them as a top five team. No way. So on to this game, Washington and Carolina. I'm going to go with the football team. I'm going to go with the football team at home. I think their defense is going to get them this win and hang on against the Panthers team that has really been struggling right now. If they had Christian McCaffrey, I, I probably would have picked the Panthers to win this game. But I just think the, the football team is just a little better defensively. I think they're going to give Teddy Bridgewater and that offense some problems. I hope Alex Smith plays because that would just make this pick so much easier. They, they said they won't know until Sunday whether Alex Smith or Julian Haskins will start. They're just saying that. That means that Alex Smith is probably going to start. They're probably just throwing off Carolina. Yeah, well, we know Washington's you know offense is, is uh, very limited, but their defense is super good, so their defense will probably win them this game. So I'll say they stop a late game, dri- a late game drive from Teddy Bridgewater. He throws a pick, and the Washington hangs on and wins this game. Let's go 27 to 24. Yep, Washington with the top five defensive line in the league. Uh, Ron Rivera going back to Carolina. No, wait, they're at home, right? Yeah, they're well, at home. Washington, uh, I've got Washington winning as well. Low scoring, no matter who's playing quarterback for, for the football team. So, yeah, if Dwayne Haskin plays. Wait, you actually know that um, Dwayne Wade's name is spelt wrong? Who? Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade? They spelled Dewanye. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Wade. They spelled his parents accidentally spelled his name wrong. Really? Yeah, his uh his dad's name is also uh Dwayne and he spells it correctly. So yeah, if you look up Dwayne Wade, it's it's spelled Dewanye. <laughs> what did that how did that come to your mind? <laughs> Cause of Dwayne Haskins. Oh, okay. That's funny, though. Yep. So, wait, what'd you say? Washington. I haven't said the score yet. Washington, 17 to 16. Okay. I like it. Carolina currently has the fourth pick in the draft right now with four and 10 record. So, we'll see. All right. Next game, we got the Denver Broncos going on the road to play the LA Chargers. Denver has won four of the last five games versus the Chargers. The Chargers. Finally got a division win. That was their first division win against the Raiders since December of 2018. They had lost nine straight before that, and that was against the Chiefs on a Thursday night game, which they won, I believe, on a two-point conversion uh, two years ago. I remember we called that game back two years ago when it happened. So they finally broke that streak, and they won their first division game. This is a tough one, man, because I don't know. I mean, both these teams are you know up and down, both five and nine. Anthony Lynn is just 
the last time they played, they were literally up massive in Denver, and Denver just came back and won at the last second. It was another game that the Chargers choked. But Preston, since this is your team, I will let you start, and I, I think actually it is your turn to pick. So are your Chargers going to get it done? They've won two straight. Chargers have won two straight. Anthony Lynn fighting for his job, and I think that's been big. I think they're finally making a bit of a turnaround, even though they haven't played any anybody that great yet. Yeah, Denver won the last game, so I expect them to split the series this year. I've got Herbert coming out and having a big day. Them not blowing a 22-23 point lead, whatever it was last time in the fourth quarter this time. And the Chargers win this game uh, 27-17. Yeah, both these teams are weird, aren't they? Like it, it seems like the Chargers are a team that – Though they look really promising in the first half, and then they just completely throw it away, and that's coaching. Anthony Lennon has no business coaching Justin Herbert. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's fighting for his job. If y'all don't fire him after this season, I think that's a big L for y'all. He needs they just need a change of scenery, in my opinion. And if they lose this game, icing on the cake. So, Chargers, please don't choke this game. Like, Chargers are another team that I, I can't really get right. I've gotten them right a couple of times, more than the Bears. I mean, I haven't got the Bears right once. I'm going to say that the Chargers don't choke this time. Please don't blow this game for me. I know Broncos like spoiling people's parties every now and then. So this is a risk. But I got the Chargers winning. I'll match your score, Preston, 20-17. to 17. Next game, we got the LA Rams going on the road to play the Seattle Seahawks. Battle for first place in the NFC West. This is a very important game. Very, very important game. Rams, like I said, completely shit the bed. I don't know how you lost to the Jets. Like I was so high on them. I've been talking so good about them and they just go and lose to the Jets. Like and now I'm just like quiet about them. But the, I mean, no, don't like there's nothing special to talk about Seattle either. I mean, Seattle lost to the Giants a couple weeks ago and their offense is just hasn't been looking good at all. LA is, is, has always played really good against the Seahawks. Sean McVay, it seems like he knows how to, how to beat this team. I'm pretty sure he's, I don't think, I don't know if he's lost to Seattle. He's might've lost to them once, but I'm pretty sure he's beaten them the majority of his career. And I remember that they played uh, weeks ago when I, I didn't believe in the Rams at the time. And I still believed in the Seahawks and the Rams defense just absolutely destroyed Russell Wilson. They, they got so much pressure on him. The offensive line was just all over him and they, they ended up winning a big, uh, a big game there. So they're going back to Seattle, a tougher place to win. Preston, what is the spread in this game? Yeah. Remember we were, um, we were surprised the Rams were favored in that game. This time I'm surprised Seattle is favored in this game. Seattle is favored by one point. Okay. I mean, I'm going to pick the Rams because I know a lot of people are going to pick the Seahawks because, and especially after that loss of the Jets, everyone's going to be like, Oh, the Rams suck. They're terrible. Seahawks all day. They're going to win this game. I disagree. I have the Rams winning. I have the Rams bouncing back defensively. I think Sean McVay is going to dial up a better game plan you know, he, he probably yelled at them after that game and said, Hey, we just lost to the jets. Like, do you guys realize what happened? He's probably slapping the mess out of Jared Goff backstage after that game. You cannot lose that game. Come on. Now they come back to reality. It's a division game. The Rams, I promise you, they will look a lot better this week. Don't freak out. They will look a lot better. And I still think they're the best team in that division. Call me crazy. I still think they are. I know the Seah I know a lot of people are going to pick the Seahawks this week, and that's exactly why I'm picking the Rams. So I'll say that the Rams win. I think this is going to be an exciting game. I'm going to say Rams win 31 to 28. I agree with you on a lot of things. I think the the Rams are going to bounce back, but I think Seattle is going to have a big game this week. I think Russell Wilson is going to play a lot better. 
I know it's a tough matchup for them. You know, they haven't done great against the Rams during the Sean McVay era, but I think this season they're going to split. I also do, I think the Rams are the better team in the division, but man, I just think they're going to split. I don't see, you know, the Rams sweeping Seattle this year. If, if the Rams do win this game, though, they'd take control of the division um, because they'd obviously have the tiebreaker. Yeah, they'd have two man. games above them. Or not two games above you know, them, you know I, what I mean, like the two games they won over them. Uh, actually, I'm going to take the Rams, man. I'm just – I'm feeling Rams. But is it one of those games where I like the Rams so much that the Seahawks actually end up winning? I don't think so because everybody's going to be picking the Seahawks, I think. I don't the Seahawks know. being favored is throwing me off. Because if the Rams were favored, I would have picked the Seahawks. It's just, I don't know. I feel like after every after that Jets game last week, everyone's going to say Seahawks all day. Dude, I feel like a lot of people are going to take Rams money line this week. A lot of people Probably. are going to take Rams money line. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Damn. Mm. All right, all right. This is that one pick this week where I just take like five minutes to, to kind of figure out what I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm going to trust my gut, and I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to say the Rams win 23-21. to 21. Okay. Final final answer? <laughs> Yeet. All right. Let's get it. Next game, we got the Tennessee Titans going on the road to play the Green Bay Packers. Both teams averaging 30-plus points per game this season. This might be game of the week right here. This is going to be on Sunday, uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting game right here. Preston, what is the spread? The Packers are favored by three and a half. Fair enough, fair enough. It's your pick. Who do you got? This is a big game. I've got Derrick Henry running all over that Green Bay defense, and Aaron Rodgers is just – he's just not going to be able to do enough. Their defense is, is slightly below average. You know, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to do enough. I think Derrick Henry is just going to run through them like crazy, and the Titans are going to come away with an upset. So I got the Titans winning. I'm very high on the Titans for some reason. I I like the Titans, okay? You might think they're pretenders, Eric. I like the Titans. I think the Packers are low-key pretenders. Titans win 28-26. to 26. Well, Preston, they might be pretenders. They might be frauds. They might be flukers, whatever you want to call them. I don't even know if flukers is a word, but whatever you, whatever I've called them in the past, don't matter. I agree with you. This is my upset of the week. Ever since I've looked at this game like three weeks ago and I said, oh, wow, the Titans are playing the Packers. I'm picking the Titans that game and nothing has changed. I'm picking the Titans to win this game. This is my upset of the week. Derrick Henry, I agree with you. He's going to run all over this Packers atrocious run defense. Aaron, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be like the Buccaneers game where Aaron Rodgers just doesn't have that great of a game and he's going to get frustrated and that defense is just going to get pounded. Yeah, the Packers might be the better team. Terrible matchup for them. Terrible matchup for them. I got the Titans winning this game. I don't think they're a better team, but like I said, terrible matchup. Titans upset of the week, and I know a lot of people are going to pick the Packers too. So, yeah, give me the Titans shootout. I'll say 35 to the Packers, 35 to 30. So it won't be like exactly like the Buccaneers game because I know the Buccaneers game, like they started off like 10 to 3, and then they didn't score a lick after that, and they just got blown out. It's not going to be like that. I think the Packers will still keep up, but – just going to get frustrated and get run over. So that's my final score. Say what you want. All right. 
Next game, we got the Buffalo Bills going on the road to play the New England Patriots. Buffalo, 2-16 and 16 at Gillette Stadium in the Belichick area, but they're the AFC East champs for the first time since 1995, and that was the Patriots. Uh, their, I guess their, their historic 11-year run ended as the AFC. They always own that division. I know Bills fans are celebrating. They're rolling right now. They're just looking great. Josh Allen's an MVP candidate. He's kind of having a really like low-key type MVP season. I know there's a lot of like, I guess, noise around Patrick Mahomes and and Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, talk about Josh Allen, man. Like that dude is right up there with those guys. Like he's playing out of his stand, uh, out of his mind. Only QB with 30 plus passing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns. The last quarterback to do that was, was a 2015 Cam Newton MVP season. So Josh Allen's playing great football. The bills are rolling. This is a team that I think if anybody's going to beat the chiefs or upset the chiefs, it's this team. Not saying they're going to, but if anybody's going to do it, they have the team to do it. Sean McDermott is just a great coach. He, they just have a great overall football team. And uh, what's what's the spread in this game? Bills are favored by uh, seven points. Uh, this is my pick. All right, I got the Bills winning this game. Patriots, they're already eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, they, they got eliminated this past week. Belichick isn't going to dial up anything here. I mean – it might be close. Last time it was close. It came down to the very final possession where Cam Newton actually ended up fumbling the game away where they were trying to, to get a late game drive and he fumbled it. I don't think it's going to be as close this time. I think the bills are going to win a little bit more comfortably and there's no way I'm going to pick against them. Even if they are two and 16 and Gillette in the Belichick area, doesn't matter to me. I mean, you can name all the stats you want about Bill Belichick. I mean, especially his, his record against rookie quarterbacks. I mean, that didn't affect anything against Tua last week. I mean, Dolphins took care of business in that game. So that, uh, that statistic with the two and 16 in Gillette stadium, that, that doesn't concern me. Bills are the much better team. They're going to win this game and they're fighting for home field advantage. So I'm going to say that the bills win, let's go lower scoring game. Patriots will keep it competitive, but it'll be a little bit more ugly than it was last time. So I say the Patriots score 14 to the bills, 28. Bill is going to have to Bella check himself before he Bella wrecks himself this week. Uh, the Bills are going to freaking run all over him. Josh Allen is going to be a beast. Stephon Diggs is going to go off again. Stephon Diggs ruined my, my week was a couple weeks ago when he had that great performance in, in fantasy. Yeah, where Eric knocked me out of the playoffs. It's playoffs. all right. It's all right because look what happened the next week. He, he went off for me. I had like a 47 point lead on that dude. And I ended up getting blown out because Russell Wilson decided he wanted to score 12 points. And then also Mostert decided he wanted to get injured and run out the game. And then David Johnson, the most inconsistent injury prone running back in the history of the NFL decided, Oh, I, w- I just want to go off this week. I want to get 20 points on my bench. I knew I should have trusted Justin Herbert and just started him. Whatever. Idiot. Bills win. Bills, 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 dollar, dollar bills, y'all. 27 uh, to 17. All right, next game, we got the uh, the last game, I guess. We have the Philadelphia Eagles going on the road to play the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is allowing 30.9 points per game this season. Most in team history. We know how terrible that defense is. Absolutely garbage. God awful. Yeah, Eagles have Jalen Hurts playing much better. Almost beat the Cardinals there. Jalen Hurts had like 400 yards in that last game. He's been playing great. Boomer. Huh? Boomer. Oh, yeah. Boomer. Yeah, we got to see a little Kyler and uh, Jalen Oklahoma QB duel uh, last week. That was interesting. Hey, Eric. 
Yes. Remember that? Remember that one time we were uh, we were walking through the Everest, and then Kyler Murray said hi to us, and then we just got like super happy. Oh, dude, we had a we had a geeky moment there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were like, oh my god, he said, said hi to us. Hi. We didn't even say hi to him. So funny story about Kyler. I told you this one time, Preston. I'm gonna tell the audience here. So I I went to OU for those that don't know. I went to OU my freshman year, and I remember that was Kyler's. Kyler's one and only starting year at OU because the first year he played behind Baker. But so me and me and Preston were freshmen that year, uh, freshmen that year. And we, we saw like Kyler Murray said hi to us that one time and we, we you know, freaked out about it. But there was another time where I saw Kyler Murray and this dude was uh, I think it was after football season. I want to say it was it was before he, he left for the draft and he was still in Norman. And I remember uh, there's like this crosswalk. If you guys know OU Stadium, OU Stadium is like super small. Like for how big like OU is, it's like every everything is so close together at OU. And where our dorms were at, there's like a crosswalk from the our dorm to the uh, football stadium. And one time this boy, Kyler Murray, was decked out in all Patriots gear, wearing a beanie, just on his phone chilling. And I just remember like this dude was like walking across like the crosswalk with me and it wasn't even like his turn to walk and he just literally just put up his hand and he was on his phone as the cars were coming and he just kept walking and the car stopped for him. Like he didn't even like, he didn't even use the crosswalk. He just started walking across, looking at his phone, put his hand up on the cars. And obviously the cars weren't going to run him over. Cause he's like, I'm Kyler Murray. But I was just like busting out laughing. Cause I saw it like with my own eyes. <laughs> you should have followed him and done it too. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. I think that I was on like op- a CD lamb catch. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Another thing. CD lamb. I, we were, he would always hang out in our dorm. Cause I think he had a girlfriend or something that he would always hang out with or spend the night there. We always saw that boy in the elevator, just rocking his slides and his shorts. <laughs> oh my God. Always. Dude, that's funny. Good times. Good times. Uh, but what was I saying? Jalen hurts. Like I said, had a duel with Kyler Murray this past week. He had 400 yards in that game total. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about him. It's only two games. I mean, he might not be that great of a quarterback, but like I said, the Eagles feed off of his energy. They feed off of his energy, and they play better overall around him. So I think that, you know, that really just kind of accumulates to success right there. I mean, we all saw with the whole thing with Carson Wentz. He said he's not pleased with the Eagles and wants to be traded if Hurts is a new starter. Sorry, buddy, you played yourself into that position, and you're not going to – I mean – Sorry, nobody's going to want to touch your contract. So good luck wherever team you go to. I don't know anybody who's going to try to mess with that contract, but good luck with you, Carson Wentz. Your career is over in Philly, at least as a starter. Send him to the Jets. Yeah, go to the Jets. Go go, go reamp their career, whatever they – yeah, their freaking franchise. What is the spread in this game? Philly is favored by two and a half. Okay. So if Carson Wentz was playing this game, I probably would pick the Cowboys. I honestly probably would. Because the Cowboys Agreed. have actually been playing better. I mean, I'm still against us losing. Like, I, I want, I, or against us winning, I want us to lose out. Like, I really do. But come on, guys. We're eighth pick in the draft now. Like, oh, we're just falling. And we have a chance. You know, the Cowboys have a chance of winning the division. Like, literally, this is all that has to happen for the Cowboys to win, which is actually scary how possible it is. Cowboys win out. So they beat the Eagles this week and then they beat the Giants next week. Very possible. Giants lose one more game. They already lost to the Browns. They have to lose to at least the Ravens or us. They obviously have to lose both those games because of the Cowboys. They have to win out. Washington has to lose out. They play Carolina and they play Philly. So obviously I don't think the Cowboys are going to get in because I have Washington beating Carolina this week. 
but I think that's crazy how like how bad the NFC East is. Like a couple weeks ago, the Cowboys had absolutely no chance. Or I mean, I guess they did, but they got swept by Washington. It was like, all right, just throw it away, tank everything. And then they decided to beat the Bengals and they decided to beat the 49ers. And now, surprisingly, still have a chance to win this. If they win, I will be angry. I will be heated, bro. Does Philly still have a chance? Does oh. everybody have to lose and they have to win out? Yeah, I mean, I think Philly's in last, but I th- yeah, I saw but a thing they have they have four wins, so they have to win out and everybody else has to lose out. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, they're they're not gonna make it, but Jalen Hurts is like I said, I would pick the Cowboys if Jalen Hurts was uh wasn't playing. If it was Carson Wentz, I would pick the Cowboys. But yeah, you can start this game, I guess. Fly, Eagles fly, Jalen Hurts, big ball of brand. He's going to go in there and he's going to win against the Cowboys who hopefully purposefully lose this game. Let's go 31 to 25. So if you guys want me to say something positive about the Cowboys, I will say they have been playing better, but they're just lucky that they didn't play a full 49er squad. I mean, yeah, whatever. Mike Nolan's fired after this year anyway. So thank goodness that defensive coordinator is terrible. Yeah. I got Eagles winning this game. For my sake, I hope they win. And, yeah, just put us out. Like, don't give us any hope of making the playoffs. Like, just please lose, bro. Like, come on, man. Just lose this game. I hate Philly, but come on. I I don't want to win. I don't want to win. You guys know this. Eagles win. Higher scoring game. Let's go 28 to 26. Close game. Whatever. You got anything else to add? See you later, all you ho-ho-hos. All right. Well, important week for every team. I mean, there's a lot of teams fighting for the playoffs. There's only been one, two, three, four. There's only been six teams total that have clinched the playoff spot. So we're going to get more clinchers this week, as well as a lot of more people getting eliminated. Cowboys can get eliminated this week with a loss. We'll see what happens. I guess uh, Merry Christmas to y'all, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Frost nipping at your nose Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas